What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Another Friday, another episode of Why Are We Bullish? It's been an exciting week. I've got fun guests today. I'm happy to see them all again. Uh, yeah, been crazy. A um, little busy this week, but we will chat about it. It's obviously going, if you already know what I'm talking about, you already know what my reason for being bullish is. Uh, so spoiler alert chat about that in a little bit today but uh again welcome to the show as always this is live uh anything can happen so i defer to my friend bill here we'll do it live okay we'll, no. we'll do it live Fuck it. do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live and thing sucks if you haven't already like subscribe share all those things are just so incredibly important important and they really do help the show with that i am ben with the btc sessions this is your daily session Huddle the Bitcoin. All right, before we bring in our guests, let's take a look at where we are in the market right now. Up a little bit. It's pleasant. Don't get too excited. I don't know. You just you never know. It might be another bitch slap back down. Just just be open-minded about it. But anyways, we're sitting at 40,676 some odd dollars uh, per coin. A single US dollar will pick you up 2,459 sats uh 90.23 percent of all bitcoin have been mined uh and in terms of fees a little bit higher today nine sats per byte for the next block even if you're willing to wait an hour five sats per byte is a safer bet uh hmm, bit of excitement with i guess that price bump so yeah just be aware slightly a little bit of a higher fee if you want uh, your your transaction to go through quickly today uh shout out to sponsors of the show shakepay.com if you're in bitcoin you're buying bitcoin uh, if you're in Canada and you're buying Bitcoin, super easy way to do it. No deposit fees, no withdrawal fees. Deposits are super easy with e-transfer. After you buy your first $100 using the big, the link down below, you'll get 30 bucks for free into your account. They also enable you to shake your phone every single day for free sats. It's called uh, Shake for Sats. And they've got a sats, sats back Visa card, so many sats. Uh, so check them out. Uh, I do have a tutorial on them as well. Uh, up next, we got Ledin.io. You can use your Bitcoin for a ton of different services, in particular, if you have Bitcoin, but you need to get your hands on dollars, uh, but you don't want to sell your Bitcoin. Well, you can deposit here, get a loan of dollars to your bank account within 24 hours. When you pay back those dollars, you get back the same number of sats. That's the important number. Uh, so it's been super useful for me. They also have savings accounts for Bitcoin and USDC. They have a B2X offering if you're feeling mega bullish. Be careful. Don't, don't go too degen there, though. Okay, uh, moving on. Bit refill. Uh, I live on Bitcoin. This helps a ton. I can get every gift card that I need here. It's available in Canada. It's available in the US. It's available all around the globe. So check them out. Uh, you earn sats back as you shop. They got a referral program to earn additional sats. So check that out too. Uh, Keystone, one of my favorite most used hardware wallets. 100% air gapped. You never plug it into anything internet connected. Keeps the keys to your money safe and away from devious connections. Uh, works with Blue Wallet, Wasabi, Spectre, Sparrow, all the good stuff. Awesome in a multi-sig. Check it out. Links are below. And finally, if you're backing up any important Bitcoin wallet, check out privacypros.io and grab yourself a bill funnel, solid steel for your seed backup. Uh, paper sucks, guys. Fire damage, water damage. You might discard it. It's just a slip of paper. Steel. 
that's the way to go. So, anyways, enough ranting, guys. Let's uh, let's bring in some friends. We got we got a good handful. Yellow, Clem Marcus, Big Sean, Greg, Greg, you made it. Are you in the car? Is he, he's, he's for sure driving right now. Okay, good. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is the second uh, time doing this exact panel. Last time I was with you, uh, I was in Greece, uh, back home now. Uh, that was in August. Been, been some time. So I'm glad to have you guys back. Welcome. Uh, let's do a, a quick down the line of intros and we'll see We'll see if Greg is there when we get to him. But uh, Yellow, let people know who you are. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Yellow. I'm, uh, I do memes and uh, other stuff. I, um, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, do, I, I, do, I do a space every day. Uh, don't stop believing. Uh, I keep on doing it until 100K. I do silly stuff like that to pass the time until hyper-Bitcoinization, I guess. Awesome. I love it. Well, I'm glad to have you, man. Always always the best uh, special effects uh, that I've ever seen. So so thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> there we go. He's, he's got it all lined up. Awesome. Sean, how about you? A little intro. Hey, I'm Sean Harris. Uh, I do memes as well with the with the Meme Factory. Uh, I'm the guy making those ad copy videos after our podcast. Uh, I play basketball. I'm out here in Spain right now, currently in the Canary Islands, and uh, and I love Bitcoin. So I'm here and I'm bullish. Awesome, glad to have you. And uh, Marcus, you're up. A little intro, if you may. Yeah, Ben. Thanks for for having me. Last time, six months ago, I was in uh, in Saint Martin. You were in Greece. Um, I'm back in Amsterdam now. I'm actually going to be moving back to Saint Martin uh, in August, so I've got a nice uh, change of scenery coming up. I got to get out of this crazy European uh, <laughs> yeah, space <that's>... world. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Stuff that's going on, but uh, so things are going to change. I make memes, you know. I just I just hang out on Twitter. I try to suck up as much uh, podcasts uh, like this one and uh, a lot of other ones. So it's great to be here. Great to hang out with uh, with the crew from the Meme Factory. And awesome. yeah, you know, we just make memes and uh, whatever and the, whatever's gotta, happening gotta, on Twitter, we try to make something creative. I gotta say, Marcus uh, has the more undervalued like uh, Twitter account. His videos are so wholesome and uplifting. So. Yeah, well, 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 we better all go uh, give him a follow, uh, everybody that's watching right he's, now. He's shy. He's shy, so spread the love, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, since Greg is is actively driving home and having trouble, uh, I'm going to let one of you guys give Greg an intro. Who wants this one? Yellow. Yellow, go for it. Okay. Okay, okay wait, wait. I got it. I got it. But you gotta be Greg. You gotta be Greg. Oh, I gotta be Craig. Yeah, you gotta be Craig. Okay, <laughs> hey, gotta be Craig. So, hey guys, uh, my name is Craig. I I really don't know uh, what's special about me, but like everybody tells me to go fuck myself, and uh, I don't know. I do memes. I'm also in strike with Yellow and RD, and uh, I'm here for something. He would say something like smart now, but I'm not that. Yeah, something about <laughs> okay. space. 
say something about something nerdy now. He would say something nerdy. <laughs> okay, great, perfect. That was a. I. I. It, it couldn't have been better if it was Greg himself. <laughs> perfect. So, uh, yeah, let's let's dive in. When Greg gets here, we'll we'll bring him in and tell him he got an excellent intro. Uh, but uh, everybody watching, thank you for being here. This is our panel today. And uh, if you're new to the show, this is why are we bullish? We go by the three R's. Somebody's going to come with a reason for being bullish. We're all going to riff on that reason together. And then we're going to rotate to the next guest. All right. So really simple premise. I am going to get us started here uh, and give my reason for being bullish. Has a couple of physical accompaniments here uh, that will actually function this time. Uh, of course, I did news yesterday and I just couldn't share my screen. So here we go. Introducing, if you haven't seen them already, Honk Honk Hoddle, a.k.a. me. Uh, this is a page that I created at the beginning of the week. Uh, it's already got, holy shit, almost 1,400 followers. So uh, this is in support of the uh, movement in Ottawa, Canada, uh, to help raise funds uh, for the truckers and those that are uh, pushing um for the end of uh, the restrictions as we know them right now in Canada. And so uh, basically we saw earlier this week, um, the GoFundMe, some funds were released to the people running the GoFundMe, but right now, last I have heard, uh, it's currently, it's it says it's under review, but effectively the funds are not being moved at the current time. Uh, and my understanding is they're doing a review of the terms and conditions and seeing if all, you know, where funds are being allocated, basically long and the short of it, a bunch of people donated money and that money currently is unable to be moved. Uh, and so, you know, obviously as Bitcoiners, we kind of see this, we've been seeing this type of stuff for years. Um, and well, here's an, an example of where Bitcoin does not have that problem, where uh, when you send Bitcoin, it can instantly be in the hands of those that you send it to. And so Hong Kong Coddle was born and created a, a page on something called TallyCoin, which is uh, really awesome. It's effectively, um, it allows you to create a fundraiser uh, and either use a static Bitcoin address, an XPUB, so multiple addresses uh, for each transaction, or link to your Lightning node and receive Lightning transactions. So that's exactly what we did. We have a steady stream of people uh, contributing like this gentleman here, 10,000 sats and the message was the honking must continue until freedom improves. Uh, so, <laughs> so this is, this is kind of uh, what has been going on. Uh, it, again, it's been three days. We have 1,048 contributors and we're 87.2% to our goal of 100 million sats or one Bitcoin. So we've, we've so far been given 87 million sats. We actually might be quite a bit closer to that 100 million sat goal uh, because uh, I was talking with the creator of TallyCoin and he said there's a couple background transactions that actually did confirm but aren't showing as confirmed yet on the page. Uh, so when that gets updated, we could be damn close to a whole Bitcoin in just a few days. So um, I got to give a shout out to DJ Booth, who is the person who uh, created TallyCoin. And uh, I got to give a shout out to Umbral uh, because it was easy as pie downloading the TallyCoin Connect app in Umbral and then just connecting this fundraiser direct to my own Lightning node, 
which I can now see just transactions stream in as people make them. And for the beautiful part, maybe there's some people that might be curious and watching this right now that don't know what the deal with Bitcoin is. But effectively, this is a fundraiser that was able to take place that the moment you send the money, it is in the custody of the people actually organizing the fundraiser and cannot be held captive by a platform. And so this is why I'm bullish today is because I'm kind of seeing the miracle of Bitcoin, of Lightning Network, of running your own node, the censorship resistant nature of Bitcoin and incredible builders in the space like DJ Booth creating things like TallyCoin. So I just got like slapped in the face with how incredible Bitcoin is uh, yet again, and it never ceases to amaze me. So um, that's my reason for being bullish, gentlemen. Uh, if, if anybody wants to jump in, go ahead. Awesome, man. Like in three days, <laughs> in three days, you bypass all that like corrupt uh, centralized system of like crowd, crowd, uh, crowdfunding and all that. Like that's awesome, man. I don't know if I don't know if all the listeners know, but I think the the GoFundMe page that's the backstory, right? I mean, the Canadian truckers they had about what eight million, ten million in donations 10. sitting there. Ten million, can you imagine on a GoFundMe? <laughs> and then yeah. what? The mayor, the mayor of Ottawa said we have to uh, seize that money, and they they're talking about they want to sue GoFundMe, uh, and and uh, they're they're basically trying to stop that money from getting to. Uh, where it was intended to go because it's possible to do that. Now, whether or not they're successful in actually fully stopping that money from eventually getting there, I don't know. But yeah, it's uh, it's shitty because it's like it's a more of a time sensitive thing. Like the money is useful as the protest is happening, and so that's yeah. where Bitcoin comes in with it's there and it's accessible. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just interesting how. You know, you can layer it with bureaucracy and say, oh, we need to get the lawyers and make sure there's a plan with the money. But with Bitcoin, you can just send the money. You don't have to worry about if a third party is going to stop it, seize it. You don't have to worry about anyone getting in your way. And I think that's what's really cool is you make the transaction and it's peer to peer and you don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty amazing. And again, we're we will. We'll see, um, you know, we're getting input and there, we have a guy on the ground who's kind of seeing what's what's needed and what's not. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that is kind of where we're at. And also, I'm getting people messaging me right now. I think I think because we just went live, a bunch of people are trying to make payments right now. And the lightning portion is is uh, maybe my nodes getting Let's a little go. overwhelmed. Let's <laughs> yeah. go, Since why? Why are you such a bear, though? I mean, a hundred. 100 million sets it's like you got to pump those numbers man yeah it's, it's it started as 10 million because i was like i don't know how many people are actually gonna give a shit turns out a, a lot turns out yeah. 1050 right now uh so yeah uh anybody if right, anybody let's go guys let's go guys let's let's fill it up five there. minutes pump those numbers up <laughs> yeah can, they if, fill, if any, can it go past can it go past the goal Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. If if anybody I I love that yellow's throwing trucks right now. It's awesome. All right. Greg is uh, not here. Greg is not here, but Greg wanted me to tell you guys that, you know, that above a hundred million uh sets, he's gonna double whatever it goes above. Yeah, he said it. It's yeah, 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 yeah. He said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, that, that's uh, Labras two sets will be part of it. 
<laughs> Free lab round. Uh, if, if anybody is, uh, if anybody is uh, currently on there, just trying to like send sats, uh, it might be like after this show, I'll, I'll check on the lightning portion. It may be just overwhelmed with people trying to use it right now, but on chain will continue to work. And I see those coming in. So uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks. Thanks to everybody that's looking at that. That's contributing. Um, and yeah, we will, you know, Greg Foss is helping out with it. Jeff Booth is helping out with it. And so uh, between them and the, uh, uh, between them and our man on the ground there uh, he will help determine kind of what's needed most and that's where things will be funneled there's a there was a couple of cool ideas that were thrown out I saw somebody that just took like um, okay. not through Bitcoin but just took like 13 grand and bought that much uh, worth of of fuel and then just said like pull up to the gas station fill up any truckers and so that was one idea awesome. the other yeah. thing is is like some of these gift card places like i mentioned bit refill but there's also coincards.ca in canada and you can just buy any gift card with bitcoin so um, maybe giving out gas cards might be something that could be done maybe giving out grocery cards just things like that there's a lot that could be done and then bull bitcoin in canada you can pay any bill with bitcoin so if something was needed sent to an actual biller if i don't know if that would be useful in this situation but there's a lot of options in canada in which bitcoin can be used and same with shake pay you can fund your send bitcoin there and then use the tap visa um so yeah we'll see but we'll see what's actually needed first but um yeah can you imagine like quitting because these guys are just parked up there you know like they're not running their trucks it's costing them a lot of time, a lot of money, probably a lot of stress on their families as well. It's not like yeah. they're there. And what's the temperature over there? I'm like, so bullish oh, on yeah. them. If you're it's, like minus 20, willing to, you know? Just... Yeah, there's, there's spots uh, as they were driving through, especially like in um, like Saskatchewan and, and Manitoba and stuff, where in parts of Ontario, it was like minus 30 or something. And people were standing outside just cheering them on and flags and stuff so yeah i don't know i guess that's are... what klaus was talking about we have a small but closing window of opportunity <laughs> <before>. <laughs> they figured nobody's going to protest in the midst of winter we got to push this through now guys <laughs> the window it, is it, closing right now i guess i guess if it was going to be anybody in the winter it was going to be canada we don't give a fuck <laughs> canada or russia those two yeah yeah exactly awesome well uh I'll, I'll i won't take up too much time with this topic but uh, uh again i'll just say uh thanks to anybody that's uh contributed or shared or anything follow honk honk hodl if you want updates on that i'll, I'll be putting those out as as they come so yeah um yeah let's uh let's keep it rolling uh if you haven't already like subscribe all that good stuff keep the comments coming i'll start pulling them up but uh we're gonna rotate yellow you get to uh, take us on a journey. What are you bullish about this week? I really thought about that question, and um, I was checking up, checking the hash rate um, numbers. I was checking the Lightning Network uh, funding numbers, the liquid too, and I was thinking about like I could talk about all that, but like in the end, for me, uh, I just. I am bullish because I look around, even we, even if we fight, like I see the fellow Bitcoiners and the solidarity we have between us. Lother, I see my mother and my brothers 
the line of my people back to the beginning. That's the only scene in my mind playing, man. Every day. <laughs> what movie is that? 13 Warrior, man. Come on. <laughs> in the halls of Valhalla, where the brave men live forever. <laughs> I need to look up this. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is the 13th Warrior? The 13th Warrior, an epic, <laughs> epic movie, man. Yeah, have you, haven't you heard of it, Ben? It's the 13th Warrior. <laughs> I I had not. I did I did not know that it was Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Dude, it's a fucking awesome movie. Yeah, Watch yeah. it after that. And my mind is a meme, so... I think like that. I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> bullish. I'm bullish for my fellow Bitcoiners, man. I let me. I let me read the the uh, summary of what this is. A Muslim ambassador exiled from his ho homeland, uh, Ahmad ibn Fadlan, finds himself in the company of Vikings. Ooh, intriguing. Uh, <laughs> While the behavior of the Norseman initially offends him, the more cultured outsider grows to respect the tough, if uncouth, warriors. During their travels together, Ibn Fadlan and the Vikings get word of an evil presence closing in, and they must fight the frightening and formidable force, which was previously thought to exist only in legend. Well, obviously, this is what I'm watching this week. <laughs> Dude, you should, like, I can't believe you haven't watched it, man. Come on. <laughs> Don't get yellow started. <laughs> to Valhalla! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I am watching that now. You should, I like it. I keep that background. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still unclear about what made you bullish about that scene. We're all brothers. Yeah, man, solidarity. Like we don't give a fuck. Like in the end, like the the, the number goes down. Uh, good for us. We buy more <laughs> cheap sats. The number goes up. We party. Like I don't know. Uh, also, shout out to my favorite uh, viewer right now, David Wong. We oh, love yes. you, dude. <laughs> David Wong is. I I I said hi to him in the chat, but I I should say hello to him uh, in person every episode. David, welcome. Uh, very glad to have you here. Those not aware, David is my number one fan. He never misses an episode of Why Are We Bullish, despite yeah. the fact that he despises Bitcoin. <laughs> and uh, he's always telling us uh, in the comments how incorrect we are about all of this. Uh, right now, he said, 10 years, Bitcoin will be around 10K to 50K level. It is a trade. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure what he was getting. Yeah, I, I mean, sounds salty. I, I, Sounds a little yeah, salty. It is, it is. It is a little salty. I'm just trying to see what David's been up to in the in the chat here. Uh, How long has David been right? So. Uh, well, I mean, he 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 is to give you an idea of his time preference. He tends to look at three month windows of price action. So mm -hmm. uh, he said, "I am I am trying to find the bullish case, but I can't find any." Uh, but luckily, he is sticking around and watching the show. So maybe he will find it somewhere herein. Uh, I guess Yellow didn't get him, but we've got we've got lots of chances to uh, convince him uh, of how bullish this is. And Greg is now joining us. Greg, oh. you had an excellent intro provided by Yellow earlier. I hope you uh, look back at that and enjoy it. 
It's horrible. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> he's, he's well. He's maybe here, but uh, at least he's got a. Thank a you for your donations, Greg. I'm o- I'm yeah. also bullish uh, about yeah. fake tos- fake tosi being back on Twitter because like <laughs> is now, he? Yeah, my news to meme is back, so I can I have so many ideas now. Like what's his what's his handle? Do you know? I'll D- yeah, I'll DM you. Uh, it's like. Uh, the, 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 I have so many ideas I can place rainbow dildos now, like eyes, like I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to give that uh, give that a quick follow because that that Twitter. <laughs> I, I wonder, like, it's just gonna be people tweeting like screen caps of charts of BSV versus Bitcoin. <laughs> so, like, it, it just smashed through a new all time low, so that's good. <laughs> Every month he does. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a trend. This will not be news. Uh, yeah, that's uh, well. I mean, hey, I I echo your sentiment. Uh, you know, Bitcoiners just kind of the 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 Bitcoiners that matter are the ones that that kind of stick around through. You know, they see the hype come and go, and and they're they're still here. And those are the especially when you see like if you're at a conference or something and you see somebody like during a bull market and then you see them again during a bear market and then you see them again in the next bull market. And there's just this silent knowing this gaze that you just kind of look and yeah, <laughs> we, <laughs> we know we're, we've been here. So yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm also equally bullish on uh, on Bitcoiners. Uh, anybody else uh, want to chime in before uh, a rotation? Greg. Oh, Greg. <laughs> Greg. Right on cue. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we can, if it keeps happening, then Yellow, you can always uh, uh, give Greg responses uh, at any point if you so choose. If you think Greg would ever uh, say something um, or respond in a certain way, then then you, you are welcome are you, to uh, ben, his voice. I think you, at this point, you kind of know me. I don't know if it's like very wise of you, like to give me that kind of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this about Bitcoiners: it is just fun to get to get with a group of people who who have like done the work, you know. Like even Marcus and Yellow and I were talking earlier today, and it's just fun to talk with people who know about Bitcoin, who study and understand what's going on instead of like talking to the same people every day who have yeah. no clue, like they have no clue why certain problems are existing, why certain freedoms are being infringed on all these things. And then you get Bitcoiners and you can just talk and you're at like, you're at the same level. So it's a lot of fun. Even last year I went to the Bitcoin conference and I can't go this year, but it was crazy when you can just sit down and anyone you talk to, it's like, you don't have to explain like five levels before you actually want to say what yeah. you want to say. You can just get right to the point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got to echo that because it's like the optimism that you find there. I'm like super bullish on on meetups and, you know, like you got to find your... Oh, we lost Ben. No, I'm still here. <laughs> He's here. Yeah, you got to find, you know, it's, it, you know how we talk about like, uh, I'm class of 2018 or class of 2020 or yeah. you, know, you got to find your class. Everybody comes in at a certain point. The, the, the rabbit hole is deep. Everybody's on some some part of their journey. And it's nice to find people who are in a similar area to, to, to talk with, you know, and uh, 
yeah, find those. And like I'm seeing it around me here too. I've been to uh, uh, the the Dutch meetup here in Amsterdam, which been which was really good. There was some shit coinery going on as well, but it's. Uh, there's a separate group uh, called uh, the Dutch Node Runners. They're like super toxic Dutch maximalists. You know, they just had a meetup this evening. I, I had to miss out on that one because I was, uh, I think I had the Rona this week, so I, I, I couldn't go. But oh, if you if you if you see like the energy in the in the Telegram group and in the chats, and everybody wants to work in Bitcoin and they're either coding or running nodes. I mean, it's real, and you see it like growing each time. And these groups are, yeah. How can you not be bullish about uh, Bitcoiners? And uh, you know, you know, you don't see people going the other way either. You know, like people might start out with like shit coins, you know, and move around, but once they hit that Bitcoin sweet spot, you yeah. don't, you don't see them, you don't really see them going back, unless maybe you're called Udi or something. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I, th I think um, one thing too, a, a good. Perhaps um, when when somebody's kind of in the early stages and, and shitcoining and stuff, I think the kind of the deeper you get in and the more you want to kind of get your hands dirty, the more curious you are, the more you kind of dive into the more technical aspects. Like, oh, I want to play with, uh, I, I, for instance, I want to run a node, um, and so that becomes like that's that tends to be an exclusively like Bitcoiner point of interest a lot of uh, you know a lot of bitcoiners are coming to the point where they're like oh i want to run a node and there's a lot of kind of uh work being done around that making that an accessible experience and being able to interact with your node and in, in a variety of different ways um using applications that plug into it and i don't really see much of that uh especially the amount of stuff that's being built in and around that ecosystem uh available outside of bitcoin so i think when you're you're encountering people that are still dabbling in the shit coins if you get them interested in in the oh like this is actually how i truly run this myself um then that becomes uh a, a point of interest for them where where they start to realize oh bitcoin is totally different like there's so much more being built here so much more being done because when i try to do these other things on other chains it's just it's not possible same thing with doing things like um multi-sig arrangements and and all of the different hardware wallets some of the ones that are bitcoin only there's just so many cool lightning network all that kind of stuff routing liquidity there's once you dive down that rabbit hole, it's, it's kind of hard to come back out of it. And it's very sad because most of those seed coiners, because I have friends that are still seed coining, they, they are stuck in the in the in the view of Bitcoin as it was back in 2017. Like they think they just send Bitcoin back and forth and that's it. And there's so much stuff you can do nowadays. So many applications, especially with like Lightning Network and Liquid. Like, dude... Yeah. Cuts yeah. up, cuts up. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's so much, and it's, uh, again, I, 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 I see a lot of people. Um, I just had, um, have you guys seen on Twitter the, the, the crypto couple? They're called, but they also, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so guys. I, oh, that's all right. Yeah, but uh, you know, they, they talked about how they kind of initially got in and like. You know, there's a lot of information is difficult to kind of parse everything, but now they're, you know, they're, they're basically having that education through, you, you see it happening, you know, they've got their, their main handle, but then they're like, oh, 
where you know the btc couple we should probably make that handle and <laughs> oh now all of their stuff is focusing kind of like on the ethos of bitcoin it's it's cool it's cool to see yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, sorry marcus go ahead yeah no i have this other thought in my i'm just gonna throw it out there i don't know if it's like I was trying to make the comparison between uh, like shit coiners and that route. It's like, imagine somebody uh, discovers like this terraforming, uh, you know, where you want to uh, live on different planets, right? And somebody, uh, let's call him Satoshi, discovered some kind of magic blueprint where you can like teleport yourself to a different planet. Um, you can also like... Uh, turn uh, oxygen into like this very small liquid substance so it gets transported within that blueprint to the next planet and uh, then you can actually go terraform that planet and actually survive over there and then some shit corner comes and says wow this blueprint is really cool but you know i can fix it right i don't need i don't need to use all this space on like oxygen i just want to be able to drive around and have fun on that planet too you know so i'm gonna you know we'll fix the oxygen later but you know yeah. Well, this, well this is let's, turning make out token. Like a... <laughs> let's make a token about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably like the worst example ever, but uh, yeah, it's like you have stop, to fix the money stop first. Stop being so right? shy, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's us. Why are you nervous again? <laughs> is it that obvious? <laughs> Come on. Um, I want to keep real. I'm just looking in the... Uh, the uh, I, I'm I'm looking in the uh, the comments here. Somebody asking about the uh, uh, the trucker, <laughs> dude. I will talk to you as soon as I'm done this show. I promise. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, but yes. Uh, let's keep going. I'm gonna uh, give this a rotation and jump to Sean. Uh, so that you can enlighten us on uh, what has you feeling bullish this week. What's going on? Yes, sir. I'm bullish. Uh, nothing crazy. It's just a, because Bitcoin is a fixed supply. I think that uh, recently has kind of been blowing my mind again because right now, you know, like you have everything going on in the world and then you have this one thing that can't be moved. And I think that's just amazing how... There's just one, it's a fixed supply and we've never seen anything in the world before that has a fixed supply like that. And I think that's amazing because, you know, we have MicroStrategy continues to buy in uh, El Salvador, like the presence out there. And he's just, he's just tweeting. We bought the dip. We bought the dip again. And, and then it's like you have other countries that are realizing what's going on. Other companies are starting to understand. And you have billionaires like the legendary Bill Miller, you know, who's a legendary investor. And he's also said, you know, he's 50% Bitcoin. And it's like, how how many more people, Paul Tudor, Tudor Jones, all these people are starting to come in and it's a fixed supply asset. So, you know, when the demand grows, the only thing that can happen is price goes up. And it really doesn't matter you know, what's happened in the past. And I think that's what a lot, even us as Bitcoiners, we'll, we'll look at like these cycles of 2013, 2017, and yeah, they matter. But when you get, when you get to the point where it's almost like a tipping point, you know, where everything in the past doesn't matter 
uh, because there's new people that are coming in and they understand it and they're going to continue to buy it. They're not going to be afraid of it. You know, you have like the third richest man in Mexico who's a Bitcoiner. You have all these people just popping up out of nowhere who have a lot of money and influence. And then you have a ton of plebs who who understand the truth. And that just kind of blows my mind about it being this fixed supply asset. And the only way thing that can happen is more people are going to buy. And I was talking to Marcus about this earlier today, actually it was like when there was one person who knew about Bitcoin, when it's Satoshi, he could tell as many people as he could tell. And that was it. But then if you get like 10 people who understood it, then they're telling everyone they know. Well, now you have like a hundred million people or 200 million people who are starting to get it and they're telling it. And so it's just moving. It's the whole like gradually, just gradually and then suddenly. And I think that's what's part of what's going on is it's a fixed supply asset. Everyone's starting to understand more about it. You know, if you don't have like even Dave Portnoy was on air today and was like, if you don't have Bitcoin in your portfolio, you're an idiot. It's like <laughs> Portnoy has got lettuce hands. So yeah. <laughs> even yeah, I did you did you see my response to him when he first tweeted that he's he bought a million dollars or the I I uh I I had to do the meme. I had to say, let us see how this all plays out. <laughs> I was pretty happy about that. I I, yeah, I, I hope he saw it, but yeah. Dude, you gotta um, give you gotta give Portnoy some props though for like not giving a fuck and still come out. Yeah. I mean, how many people have you know have gone through something like this where you come into Bitcoin, you fuck up, you either buy some shit coins, you know, you lose some money, you get wrecked, you get humbled. You know, you, you look at it again, you move away from it a little bit. Uh, Bitcoin just kicks you in the face because it doesn't care about you. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, you know, like everybody's in this game. And, and I think that's something you're saying too, Sean. It's like, you know, like whether you like it or not, Bitcoin is here now. It's scarce. And now everybody is, you know, can either act or not act, you know. And yeah, sooner or later, this game theory will make you have to act you know so it's um, you can try to pretend it's not there but yeah it's, yeah no matter, and, and you're not gonna and people think like oh i can i can miss out on this and i'll be okay and it's like you're not gonna miss out on it you're just going to own bitcoin later on at a higher price and like, you're eventually gonna everyone's gonna own some and you're gonna transact in it and you're gonna use it but you're not gonna you're never gonna unless you just die you're not missing out on it. You're just going to use it. You're just going to own it at a much higher price. And a lot of people will own it before they even realize that they own it because there's going to be mutual funds and pensions yeah. that own Bitcoin. And when's the last time any fucking person even looked at the break, nope. had the breakdown of what their pension owns? Uh, <laughs> like yes. nobody does. And so a lot of people currently probably own bitcoin that don't know about they it don't know it yeah yes yeah uh, that's a crazy yeah. thought though yeah yeah so there's yeah, there's just... probably some i bet david here in the chat i bet you <laughs> it's if he doesn't already at some point in the future he's gonna own bitcoin as he's shit talking bitcoin on this yeah. show <laughs> I mean, think about it think about it if you own if you own an index fund that has tesla in it yeah. or or Square or MicroStrategy, you essentially own Bitcoin. Yeah, indirectly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's true. So, David, check your index funds. 
<laughs> dump dump whatever yeah, you don't and, like and let's not to, to go even further on that let's not forget the news that came out this week as well or i don't know if it was really yeah i think it was news that um uh, the miners or at least some miners in texas have agreed that they're going to deliver or are, are willing to shut down some of the the mining um to be able to stabilize the grid if the the grid demands like peak uh, energy you know and this is like a massive narrative changer um, yeah. If you if you think about it, because here you have an electrical grid, right? That's has enough power on it for like normal loads, but then when there's like a peak demand coming in, um, <laughs> there's yeah. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. No, go ahead, man. Keep dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So imagine you have this electrical grid that's ba but when there's like peak demands, there's not enough uh, uh, capacity. To provide and you're gonna to have to cut off certain areas of uh, yeah. you know and some people are going to be left without electricity what can you do as a as a government or as a local municipality you can invest in extra uh, uh capabilities which is really expensive and then you're gonna have all this excess capability that's not producing most of the time only to stabilize your grid at those peak moments now with bitcoin with bitcoin miners you actually have buyers for that excess energy you're producing so you always have a buyer which makes it profitable or at least uh, economical to to make that investment and then when the uh, the the grid demands that peak you can just shut down some of those miners and you you have so i can't even imagine what's that going to do with energy prices and 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 for for energy you know so it's uh, yeah yeah it's i mean so it, david it helps, right? I don't, david i don't know if david has a response to that you know <laughs> david right. david Wong is becoming like the peter sift of the show yeah yeah <laughs> great well you we'll know, just take this one last comment from him and then we can continue on uh, david wong would like you to know that the government will never let bitcoin get to an uncontrollable size if it gets any uh, bigger they will chop it down it's, so it's you know. in one trillion, dude. It's one trillion. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> We've heard which, that at which like government, 500, which government is the question? Yeah. There's, there's 195 countries. There's already one government who's used it as <laughs> as legal tender. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's fun. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, Thanks, David. Thank you for your input. I value you. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't done the work and so he just hasn't done the work yet yeah he's he's doing the work right now he's he's getting responses so yeah, yeah. it's okay we love him he's, he's my he's my mascot every show uh also well let's keep it uh let's keep it rolling actually uh marcus you were you were just chatting but we're gonna continue with you we'll we'll uh get your reason for for being bullish my reason for being, yeah, it's not one reason. I, I, I also made some notes of like some recent news of what was going on. And uh, I had uh, I had the Canada, you know, you already mentioned that. I had the mining in Texas, uh, Bitcoin integrating into every layer of society. Um, I like the idea of like, um, it kind of chimes into the Canada as well, like the whole silent majority thing and, and tipping points. You know, I always like to still think about uh, Bitcoin being uh, when you when you compare it to like the adoption of technology, you know, and the diffusion the diffusion of, of of new technologies or innovations or applications, and because it's not just it's not just like um, money printing and inflation. I mean that's going on and having an impact on the price as well. But it's mostly still just like a new 
form of saving, a new form of transacting and everything. You know, Bitcoin is so much and so many things and so many different things to many people in, in different situations. But in all those things, it's still adopting because like, like David here, there's still a lot of people who don't really <laughs> believe in it yet or we're really good at seeing fears. You know, we're always very careful because we don't want to get burnt. So you're always cautious and which is which is a normal human uh, trait to have and it's healthy. But at some point, you know, it just becomes obvious that this thing, if, if you see it what it is and you understand sound money and, and the problem we have in society and yeah, how that I dare and that, one, you know, like how many people see that and how many it's not just people, it's also corporations and then within people and corporations, how many value will you start assigning uh, or transferring into into Bitcoin is another uh, adoption cycle in itself again. So, yeah. I, well, yeah, I, I, like think of how much misallocated capital there is right now, like the trillions and trillions worth of negative yielding debt. Like I was right. listening to, I think it was, uh, it was Greg Foss, uh, Preston Pish, uh, and uh, who was on with them? Um, oh, they, they were on blue collar Bitcoin and, uh, and they were chatting about this and, and, you know, like every, so like in, in many instances, let, let's say you're getting one, one point something percent on, on, uh, on your, uh, on your bonds. Well, if, if the 7% inflation print is still there, even if you're generous and you think that it's going to be too, you know, that, uh, you're, you're maybe going to make 2% on, on your bonds or something, which is not what they're at at all. You know, every year that's a, you're guaranteed to lose 5% purchasing power. So in like, you know, 30 years, what's, what do you have left? You, like you lost everything. He lost everything in that yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Like you, you, you cannot save that way. And that's what like, <laughs> there's so much money in bonds around the world that is that is yielding negative and that's an insane thing like that's not a natural development that's not a natural market that is a manipulated market um it's it's unbelievable and it's it can't it can't continue forever i mean they can kick down the they can down the road a lot but now there's actually an alternative um, that uh over time is is becoming more and more apparent to a lot of people and people that are are like not just the, the weirdos that got into Bitcoin first, myself included, and you know all of you guys. But uh, but you know you're talking about Bill Miller, you're talking about Paul Tudor Jones. Bill Miller with 50% of his exposure is in Bitcoin. Uh, you got Fidelity dropping full uh, dropping full like 26 page papers on Bitcoin first, and this is our thesis. And and uh, you know it, it's pretty telling that a lot of people whose job it is to preserve capital and purchasing power are starting to get it. So super awesome. Shout out, shout out to Sam. Sam, he's donating for the dinner fund. Hey, there he is. <laughs> What's going on, Sam? Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, crazy. We have it's crazy. It's crazy when you're talking about those, those negative yielding bonds. I think there's like... Oh. We're getting There's... a little price pump here, guys. Sorry. Of oh. course we are, man. Of course we are. <laughs> like, what do you expect, man? Yellow, what play do the you song. Expect? What do you expect? Don't Come on. Believe. believe. 
<laughs> oh, there he is. I was ready to do his uh, why I'm bullies for uh, for Craig, but I guess he's doing it now. Is he here this time now, or is he just? I don't is know. He, he's just gracing us with his his sexy avatar. <laughs> <laughs> with his acting figure avatar. Yeah. If I may, until Craig speaks, also yeah. say something that I was extremely bullish because. We had the BDC mechanic yesterday on the podcast and Tomer and uh, BDC Granny. And we see more and more organic kind of communities forming like the ones in El Salvador, like all over the world, like small places where a few shops are accepting Bitcoin, they get orange peeled and like small communities being built. So I think... We won't see actually a citadel being built, but we're going to see like a small towns actually get, like running on Bitcoin, right? Like being Bitcoin world and those communities will grow. That's extremely bullish, like all over the world, like Mexico, Guatemala, I've been hearing like communities all over the world like like that. Yeah, yeah, like little, yeah. Like little uh, Bitcoin beaches or you have yeah, Bitcoin Lake in Guatemala right now. Got all these yeah. Those are the most exciting to me because I, you know, I picture being, you know, being in one of those places and, and living because it, it rubs off on people, right? Like there's, there's certain changes that happen to you, like in, and your personality and the way you think about the world and, and the way you think about life, um, which it, again, to everybody that listens to this, that isn't, currently yeah. examining the, the lens of Bitcoin, it's difficult to understand that. And they think it sounds stupid to say that um, you, that money changed the way you look at everything. But that's mm -hmm. very much uh, a true statement um, from a lot of people I know, myself included. And, and you, start, you start attacking things differently. You, you lower your time preference and you start taking on projects that may not bear fruit the first day or the first hour that you're doing them, but you're actually looking out on, okay, if I chip away at this year after year, um, I will build something important to me, myself, my family, my children, my grandchildren, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a different uh, framework. It gives, it gives a lot of meaning to life too, right? Because if you, if you feel like no matter what I do, I will always be poor. I can never get ahead of this inflation then it takes a lot of meaning out of your life. But if you can, if you can like, okay, I can actually work in something that I want to work in. I can save my wealth in something that will never deplete. It doesn't go away and it actually grows in the long term. Then it gives, it puts more focus back in your life on what really matters too. When you have the best defense ever against inflation, you can like plan and build on that for your future. And like, even if you do your own thing around Bitcoin or you work for a Bitcoin company that they're, they're, they're very open of how you work and how freely you work, right? Like even those places don't get like uh, adopted by the ind indigenous people 100%. In the end, we are going to move there. We, the Bitcoiners, we're going to move there, right? Like, we're going to choose a community in Guatemala or in El Salvador or Mexico, and we're going to move there in the end. Like, that's the goal, and we're going to be working from there. <laughs> like, it's going to be awesome. 
<laughs> yeah, I do want to visit. Uh, I got to visit uh, Bitcoin Beach and uh, Bitcoin Lake. Uh, I met the guys from Bitcoin Lake and they were awesome. So those are some, I, I definitely got to. We were talking about this earlier. We're going to try to go in August, uh, Ben. So it'd be cool if you could yeah. go in August. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I will. <laughs> I will. I will try. <laughs> yeah, in mean fact, you might try to make an appearance down there. We'll see. I saw yeah. Max and Stacy were just uh, in a little photo op with uh, Mr. President himself. You know, so I did see that. I then I then uh, uh, put myself in the photo afterwards. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, we we yeah. know a little bit about the photo editing skills. We'll we'll get that. Photo <laughs> <off>. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I there I, I gotta I gotta pull it in. Um, just so you know, Bitcoin needs a one hundred percent return from here <laughs> just to get to the highs <laughs> again. But it is very hard to go up that much again. Which highs? Which highs? <laughs> No. Which highs, dude? Which highs? <laughs> I've been this 2013. Which yeah. highs are you talking about? <laughs> it's oh, interesting David. because interest rates, if you really think about where the interest rate's at, like why is the interest rate so low? Because it, it has to be that low. And if it get and if the if interest rates get pushed up by the Fed, then it's not gonna be like okay, Bitcoin has acted like a risk on. But so have like that's what stocks are is risk on, and so if the Fed wants to see just like a total, a total deflationary collapse of the stock market, then they'll start to raise rates. But they don't want to do that because no one in politics wants to be the the one who caused the biggest crash ever, and so they can't raise rates because that's everything is dependent on keeping the rates low, printing more money. And if you print, and if you continue to do that, you can kick the can down the road long enough, and then you get out of office, and then it's someone else's problem. But I mean, Bitcoin it acts like a risk-on asset until it doesn't. It's just an uncorrelated asset. So you, if rates go up, Bitcoin could still go up. No one's saying that it has to go down if rates go up. I mean, what if, yeah. if the rates go up, and then Walmart says we just bought five billion dollars of Bitcoin? You know, like what happens to the Bitcoin price at that time? Or Mexico yeah. says we've made Bitcoin legal tender while rates go up, you know, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. David still believes that uh, that narrative from the mainstream media that rates are actually going to go up. Yeah. But, yeah. Man. He probably still it's, believes that Santa Claus is real, that the Easter Bunny is real. David's yeah. probably well, saying, he, he says they that, it. they're really going to do it. They said yeah, it. He, said, gonna... <laughs> he, says, he says we have high inflation, so the only way they have is to raise rates you're right but if they raise rates then they implode the bond market if they go up too high and i think rather than imploding the global bond market and the stock market for that matter because all the companies are valued at like 25x profits um, yes. <laughs> and so so yeah if they start to raise rates too much all of that explodes so what what's the What's the 30, easiest way 30 to kick trillion, down thirty trillion dollars in debt, and you want yeah. to raise the, the the rates? You want to raise? Yeah, the yeah. Like, what what's the easier option here for them? If you're if you're a central banker, do you raise rates to stop inflation, even to the point where all other markets just implode, or do you just try to say that you're going to do some stuff? Maybe try to get through a hike, 
have it go poorly and then and then kind of scale back or or find fun ways to pretend that you're not easing but you actually are which you know they were using the reverse repo market a lot for that earlier but that you know they can change the language around that kind of stuff to make it seem like they're not doing it anymore but they are going to continue creating new dollars into the system to hold up what's going on they cannot meaningfully there's two things there's only two things i'm certain in this life is one is where my keys at right and the other is that politicians in the end they just kick the can down the line that's the, that's what they do nothing else like they can say they can do something else but in the end they just kick the can down the line yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and in the 80s they raised the rates paul volcker came in and raised the rates but there was the the global debt to gdp was a lot was way lower right right now with 30 trillion dollars of debt it's mathematically you can't do it you mathematically can't do it unless you want a deflationary collapse of the whole financial system and so i think that's like the biggest thing is like what when it comes down to a recession or or depression or inflation debasing the currency government will always choose debasing the currency 100 of the time and so there's just going to be more inflation or there's going or they're going to change cpi and they're going to they're going to take out certain things out of the basket of CPI and they're going to say, Oh, inflation's now 3%. When, you know, when they, all they've done is they just said, Oh, we've taken out food. We've taken out gasoline now. And now your inflation rate is 3% and people still believe it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like there's, there's, if you go back, um, like on some of these other inflation prints where they've been saying, Oh, we're at, you know, 7% or 5% or whatever. Um, if, if you go back to when they started screwing with the CPI and changing, like changing the metrics. Um, so they did a couple things. They allowed for um, uh, the replacement of goods uh, with like goods. So what that meant was, hey, okay, so inflation has gone up. Uh, and so because of that, people have stopped buying steak and instead they buy ground beef. Well, they're still eating, they're still mm-hmm. getting meat. So we'll just count that. We'll replace the steak and the ribeyes that they used to buy, and we'll just say a pound of beef, no different. Uh, yes. And now your cost of living hasn't changed as much. And so that was one of the things that they did. And then they also allowed yeah. for uh, uh, adjustments for quality in goods. So let's say you had a phone, like a new iPhone, and then the next year, the next one was twice as fast. They mm-hmm. account for that in the price of the phone. They said, well, this is twice as good because of these reasons. And so technically <laughs> you're getting that phone for half price, but that's not actually taking into account what actually gets spent. If you want a new phone, you, you're paying twice as much. Um, so they don't, but curiously, they don't account for decline in goods. So mm-hmm. when you get, uh, when somebody swaps in ingredients in whatever uh, you know, whatever meal, like a frozen meal or something that you buy at the supermarket, or when they sub in high fructose corn syrup instead of sugar, um, they don't account for a degradation in the quality of goods. So everything is gamed to to make inflation look as minimal as possible. And then they don't count things that are, you know, probably important, like like housing and fuel 
and education. None of that gets fucking yeah. measured in there. Yeah, and <laughs> I it's remember it's, back it's, in my day, back in my day, I used to get chips and it was full with actual chips inside. <laughs> like <laughs> you open the chip back now, it's like four chips inside. I'm like fucking inflation. It's all air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. and I mean it, I saw what was the book? I think I got it here somewhere. It was um this book will save you time. Uh, and it's, oh God, I'm just going to grab it here uh, because it's it's a good one. Uh, well, while you're getting that book, it just made me think of your first example, made me think of when they when they say like, oh, you normally buy steak and now you're buying ground beef, which is, you know, yeah. half the price. But And so we're not going to change it, but they don't factor in. You're buying the ground beef, not because you like ground beef all of a sudden, but because you can't afford the steak. And I think that's what's, that's the point that they're missing in the CPI. Well, I think they're not missing it. I think they're doing it on purpose to because yeah. they need to print money and they need to make inflation seem like it's not as high as what it is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's Here's, and inflation, you know, to some extent, they, they've been able to kind of keep their official, you know, like a manipulated number at around 2% for, for quite a long time. But in the meantime, these interest rates have been falling, 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 going negative basically all over the world. So your real interest rate is just like massively uh, negative. And now they can't lower rates anymore. And now inflation is really going to run hot. I mean, the official number, if the official number is already 7%, people are really going to feel this, you know, and they can't do anything about it anymore. It just feels like in the next two or three or four years, we're going to see that. Yeah, I can just totally see that Weimar situation just... You know, where people yeah. are like, wait a second, what's happening? Like, I thought I was living in Europe or I thought I was living in Canada or the U.S., you know. This, I, I didn't know I was living in Turkey on, or in Lebanon where, or in Argentina where my currency is, like, degrading, just like yeah. uh, like the lira. Uh, what's yeah. going on here, you know? And then <laughs> where did you already go? Seeing, you're already Into seeing gold, of course. Currency. You know, we're all going to hoard gold, obviously. Yeah. You're already seeing currencies around the world <laughs> go through hyperinflation. And so it's only a matter of time before it happens to the to the U.S. dollar. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll have a, a canary in the coal mine in Canada. So so you know, <laughs> keep peeking up here. We'll probably let you know what's about to happen. Um, yeah. I was going to say that book that I brought up. This book will save you time. It's by uh, Monsieur Mamadov, and he uh, one of the things he's talking about shrinkflation. And so they did a study of like candy bars in the U.K. And uh, over the course of, I think it was a, I think it was a decade, something like that. It might have been a little bit more, fifteen. I, I think it was only a decade. I swear. But uh, the so, for instance, the price of a Snickers bar doubled, and the size of the Snicker bar was almost in half. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> same. Same with like if you've ever seen the Toblerone bars. If you got one of yes. those like years oh, yeah. ago. They were like each little peak was was thick and like it was all the way through. And now there's less peaks and they're thinner than they used to be. Yeah. So there's less. And all the like next time you pick up a jar of peanut butter, turn it upside down. Ever wonder why there's a huge fucking divot in the bottom? Oh, yeah, These because it's the same guys, size yeah. of jar, but it's less yeah. peanut butter. <laughs> and, <laughs> With and the other the same it, thing. The, the, the design. Um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, the the uh, the cereal boxes is another yes. one, too, because it's the same front facing thing and you don't put two and two together, but they can make boxes thinner over time. 
Um, yeah. So there's all these deceptive and like, I mean, look at fucking toilet paper rolls. Toilet paper, yeah. 12, 12 equals 24 equals 36. And they have like, you know, exponents <laughs> and all that shit in there. Like, this is actually 8,700 rolls of toilet yeah. paper. <laughs> and you're, it's and when so you're like, uh, throwing like your, your chicken or your meat in the pan and like all this water just comes out, right? It's like they inject it with water to like add weight to it or something. It's just... Yeah. yeah but it's interesting because there's people like David Wong, right, who believe that the government is here to serve him and the government's going to have his back and the government won't let inflation run up, that they're more invested in him as a person than, than the companies and the bond market. And it's just not true. The government is not worried about you as a person. They're not worried about what you have to pay for inflation. They're worried about making sure that they can get out of there and no one put, points the finger at them and no one blames them for a huge deflationary collapse. And if there's inflation, then there will be inflation. And they do not care about us or me or any of us as people. They're not here to serve us. They're here to serve themselves. Yeah. And Mike and drop. We all... We all we, yeah, and uh, in the end, we all know like a, a guy like David around us, right? Like we all have a friend like that. Like they see everything about Bitcoin being as a trade, but like when I hear that, it's like, dude, there's so much more about this whole thing, right? There's so much hole about this whole thing. There's a whole journey. You get yeah. in about the price, but like. You learn about economics, about history, about like, I don't know, philosophy, everything, basically. So you, you pick uh, the details from here, there, and, and like you, you create that puzzle that is Bitcoin and why it's so su successful. And in the end, like what Ath, man? Like 69 is going to be the Ath, you think? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah. It has it's to double. Oh, wow. He has to double for sixty nine. No, like oh, I've never seen I've never seen Bitcoin double in my lifetime. Wow, <laughs> that happened in, in a couple months span. I was uh, somebody interviewed me the other day, and they were talking about volatility and everything, and they're like, "Well, it's it's almost half of what it was." I'm like, "Yeah, but you guys don't cover the fact that it was four thousand dollars two years ago." Yeah, <laughs> and he yeah. was like, "Was it?" No way. Yep. <laughs> like that was the, yep. like that's that's how this is the time frame. Like they yep. if fiat people that still live in a fiat world don't know that there's even a button to zoom out because they're too focused <laughs> on the then and now because that's all that their money allows them to do, right? You're you're conditioned to think for the immediate future and maybe a little bit of planning, but it's so incredibly difficult to, to plan to retirement now. Like it's, it's all just a big question mark. And so that's why there's so much gambling. That's why every person is like, Oh, I got to fucking buy a bunch of NFTs and I got to go and I got to, uh, you know, I got to jump in on uh, buying AMC stock and, and GameStop. And I'm, yeah, I'm going to buy GameStop because I know that everything's fucking digital, but I think these brick and mortar stores, I know that it's people are just memeing it into being worth more, which I guess is a perfect kind of metaphor for our entire financial system. They're just memeing it into being valuable by creating mm -hmm. fake numbers. <laughs> it's, it's, 
people become the environment that they're in. And in an environment where central banks meme value into existence, that's what people are going to try and do with their take home money. That's that's exactly what we're seeing. Boom, another mic drop. What else do you want? <laughs> what else do you want? People go stuck now. No, no. We're not gonna if we're you... not gonna, we're not gonna talk David Wong into having a good time. We're not gonna talk in David to, Wonky to keep in his money. <laughs> we're not he can do he can do whatever he wants to do with his money. So yeah. it's a, uh, I'm, I like, I'm hearing I like Jeff I'm yellow. hearing Jeff Boot saying now. We have to stay humble and we have to stay kind to these people because not everybody knows what you guys know. Come on, guys, stay. <laughs> yeah, I like, but I mean, David's been here for months now, so like, I like, I like that Yellow level. said everybody has a, a David because I think I'm gonna from now on, if I have a friend or somebody that's that's like that, I'm just gonna, oh yeah, he's a real David. <laughs> He's a real if, if, wrong. Really, if he really is here for months, then he sees something, I think. Maybe. He sees, yeah, yeah, he sees something he's all curious. this. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's doing his research and if he if he if he's doing that, like go ahead, ask questions and make us like uh, so-called triggered man. Like we love yeah. it. Bring it yeah. on. Trial by fire. Then after you kind of get through the 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 uh, ringer of of being insulted uh, on on live <laughs> on live YouTube streams by a bunch of Bitcoiners, then you can really get trial by fire by joining Bitcoin Twitter. So uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he would not, not last. He'll, he'll he'll do all the learning here, and then when he gets, then all of a sudden there's going to be some like glorious new. Bitcoin David Maxi that that drops onto Bitcoin Twitter one day and he'll be elevated to a space of like safe or something. <laughs> It'll just be David in the background having learned all his Bitcoin lessons here. So like I sometimes try to figure out like how many Bitcoiners are there now. You know, like if you look at like Bitcoin magazine, I think they just hit like two million followers. If you look at like an account like Plan B is also around two million. So I figure, okay, so we have two million at least, you know. People are at least interested, but that's just Twitter. I know, like, if you look at like Twitter usage, I think like in the Western world, it's about roughly between ten and twenty percent of people will will use Twitter. So there's like, you know, you, maybe you have to do it times five. So there might be like, what is that? Like ten to twenty million people in the world that are that have Bitcoin now, roughly. So it's still such mm -hmm. a small number, right? And it's already grown and it's it's like doubling probably every two years or every year or something. I mean, we're going completely viral, even though we're still small. But yeah. so we constantly have this endless stream of Davids coming in. You know? <laughs> like yeah. Every month, the world is David week. until they're not. <laughs> so they're just gonna keep coming and coming and like Ben, you've been doing this for a long time. Like, how do you like do you ever get like tired? <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I, I honestly what like is your, maybe in your audience, like what is it? Yeah, sorry. It's no, it's it's tough. Like there's there's always going to be somebody. I mean, in person, it's a lot easier, right? When somebody's like, ah, yeah, I don't like it because of this. And it's very easy to be like, oh, that's not actually how it works. You know, I'll, you know, I'll explain it to you. But yeah. Um, and then when you couple that with I found if somebody's asking me about it or they say something about it and then I say, that's not actually how it works, but then I don't follow it up with you should buy some, then, then they're kind of like, 
well, tell, tell me more about how it works. And so, I mean, everybody that I know in person in my life knows exactly what I do for a living, but I don't like, I no longer need to go and be like, Oh, you, this is cool. You got to look at this because the people that are curious will come and ask me. And then I'm super happy to sit down with them at any point to talk about and teach them whatever they, whatever they need. Um, and then and those are some lucky people that know you. Yeah. Yeah. And so at the, at, at the same time, when people come in new, they literally like what Jeff Boot says, they don't know everything, you know, so to hit them up with like, uh, Bitcoin is inevitable. <laughs> it's kind of a leap, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta be, you know, I, 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 if people ask me what I think, like where I think it'll go or what I think it could do, then, you know, I give them the honest answers of, well, the first thing that I see is, is, um, initially partially store of value. So it's going to start taking a chunk out of gold. It already has, um, you know, for mittens markets. Um, but you know, then if we get down that, that rabbit hole, I start talking about, well, how does it make sense that people are investing in things like bonds when it guarantees that you lose you money, it loses you money. And they're only doing that because the money's, the money doesn't hold value. So, you know, I, you know, I can kind of discuss a bit of that, but even that it gets too far down the rabbit hole for them. Like when you talk about misallocated capital, they're like, what in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so it's just, just say like, even if it takes this percent of gold, it's going to be a lot higher than it is now. And I think it's a better, it's better than gold. Um, and then I can explain why I think that that's a good hopping off point. Yeah. Getting, getting people to understand the bond market is extremely hard. I think that, it's trying to like break that down in a digestible way and being like, yeah. And that's also like 300 plus trillion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. 300 from here. <laughs> I think that's a hard. The, the funny thing is nobody gives a fuck about numbers anymore. No, like, really trillion is a regular number in our yeah. vernacular. Now yes. that's insane. It is <laughs> like people were losing their minds about hundreds of billions in 08. in 08. And now it's like, they they throw around trillion regularly and nobody like people are like, oh, it's a little steep. Like if it's three trillion, I don't know, but maybe we could <laughs> pair that back to like one point five. Like that is the discussion of like how many trillions is too many trillions. <laughs> yeah. And it becomes and people, normal now. It becomes so normal now that you can see it even in the so-called crypto market, like all those guys trading uh seed coins to seed coin, like they don't value the the, the 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 prices, right? They don't value the, the the numbers because they are bred and like raised in a world that those numbers mean nothing. Like, there's like a big shift going on right now with you have Bitcoiners. Like, fiat world is getting intensely more fiat, where people all they care about is like if they're trading some alts or whatever, all they think about is just flipping it, rug pulling, getting out of there. And making money at any cost. Like I have some friends that I know that they're into these altcoins and all that stuff. And it's crazy. They'll post these, you know, these screenshots of their altcoin going up to the moon or whatever. And it's like, and then I'm just here, just like Bitcoin, Bitcoin. One Bitcoin is one Bitcoin forever. Like, don't worry about all this fiat. It's not about making money at any cost. And I think that there's a shift that's happening where more people are going to understand that and it resonates with people 
that it's not just about making money at any cost. It's about having values, integrity, having like, what are your morals? How are you making the money that you're making? And, and I think that more and more people are going to, are going to see that there's these people that are just flipping money and they're doing it and they're just kind of slimy. And then you're going to have these Bitcoiners who are, who are making, yeah, we're partying, we're celebrating, whatever. But we also are trying to stick to certain morals. We have some type of integrity along the way. Yeah, I think it's all it, it all it all goes down to that uh, old Aesopos like fairy tale, like with the, the the rabbit and the and the turtle man, like seed coins yeah. and Bitcoin. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Rabbit and the yeah. hare, or the hare yeah. and the tortoise. It's yeah. it's it's gonna be. I, I know it's frustrating for new Bitcoiners in their first year when, when they, they get into the, like the people that, especially people this year that have, uh, this is one of the first years that I've really noticed in the past calendar year, we'll say, uh, people coming into Bitcoin that very quickly or almost immediately go to Bitcoin only. And that's, that's kind of a relatively new, uh, yeah. new thing that, that, you know, you haven't seen that a lot, but I think it speaks to the quality of of like thoughtful material that's put out there to better explain Bitcoin and the difference between Bitcoin and everything else. Um, but I I think that it can be frustrating coming in, getting that, watching a bunch of people that you know be richer than you for mm-hmm. a period of time. But just know that how this plays out in a lot of instances in a lot from I've seen from what I've seen is first you, you feel like a bit of an idiot for not diving into all this bullshit on the side, but then a bear market hits and you have a lot of conviction in what you own. And the person that doesn't have that has all these other shit coins, one of two things will happen. They will also have a lot of conviction in what they own and then they'll hold it. <laughs> to have it never come back or yeah. two, they'll have zero conviction because they've just been buying it based on price signals and they'll sell it at a massive loss. Then it'll come around again to the next cycle. And again, you may still have idiot friends that are, are buying all the shit coins. And again, once again, temporarily, they will seem on paper richer than you possibly, but eventually that is no longer true because they start going through money more and more and more and a lot of what they're holding is not going to retain any value and they're going to end up with way less bitcoin than you uh, wh- so stay there whoever is listening we're not just talking like these things are happening every day like yeah. the other day 320 million from ethereum and solana got like stolen 320 million like solana is working and not working every other day like, like even even if those uh, projects survive the next cycle, until you reach that, the probability of you losing your money in a smart contract or your or a wibby wabby kind of silly thing going on, right? Like, it's way up. So why would I bet all my money, all my value, all my sweat to that casino? Like, go stack Bitcoin. It's a sort of thing. I really but, don't uh, get it. And, but and then but it, yellow, it, Avery would like to uh, wonder, what do you think of Cortano? 
Now, Cordano is another. <laughs> Cordano is the only project that comes to many colors. So, <laughs> don't don't buy Cordano. By no, don't buy. Don't buy. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Solano. Did you see? Did you see that the Ethereum the hack? There's a VC company called Jump Capital that that they paid back the $300 million in ETH that got hacked. And oh, so they no. basically bailed out like ETH slash Solana got hacked. And then Jump Capital as VC came in and bailed them out because I think yeah. they were backing and a lot of wormhole. It's just a whole other thing you don't have to worry about, but it's just fiat at another level. These bail, like there's no creative destruction. Company attack. It, there, right there's there. another there's another one uh, that happened lately so the one the so-called wonderland uh, project where the merge diverge they, they fought they fought each other and in the end the main dev like made a tweet that basically said i'm taking control of this dao Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's only gonna be controlled by me because I wanna like stop the drama. <laughs> so basically they say, the guy said I'm controlling this DAO, right? Yeah. To fix it. So, so it's a decentralized autonomous organization. Download it in his PC and he's fixing it, right? And it's it's a it's a whole DAO, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like want to roll back uh, some network. It's just the words. Words have no more meaning, right? Like decentralized doesn't mean decentralized to these people. Freedom is is anti-fax now for some reason. It's like there's no there's no meaning to any words, and I, that's what I really like about Bitcoin. Is Bitcoin brings back truth, and there's meaning behind certain words. There's meaning to things. That's what's really good about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh look, <laughs> David Wong. Solana is only thirty-four billion market cap right now. It can go up a few hundred percent from here. Oh, David. <laughs> yeah, okay, oh, the best part about that. So the Solana thing, the the bailout. It's it's a perfect example of what it is. It's a VC-backed shitcoin. Yes. And somebody bailing out a massive hack of $325 million doesn't fix the fact that the fucking thing's broken and continues to break all the time. No mm -hmm. amount of VC money in the world is going to fix that and stop it from being a centralized shitcoin. That's what that, it is. And not only exactly. that, it's breaking when it is run like in at least like 10 nodes or something. Like it, they, it only runs in ten nodes or something silly like yeah. that, and and it's breaking down, and they cannot fix it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like a I zombie. Mean, it's, it's a spot. It's like a zombie company. The only way that zombie zombie company still exists is because they have access to the money printer. They they can get bailed out, and they can keep pushing along because they keep getting bailed out. It's the same thing with it. Yeah, it's just another VC. It's just it's just VC repackaged with blockchain and that's what every altcoin is and one day they're all just going to go to zero to bitcoin i wonder how far into hyperinflation we'll get when people are still valuing things in dollars and not understanding why the shitcoin that they're holding 
<laughs> is going so much up in dollars, but they can't get as much with it. Like, I yes. wonder at what point people's mental models of <laughs> pricing in dollars just break and go, oh, shit, I've been pricing in the wrong currency. This is not a sound currency. Oh, my God, yeah. what have been I've been measuring gains that are actually losses. I had some other guy ask me on Twitter the other day, what are you going to do when you need to uh, switch some of your Bitcoin into dollars and nobody wants to buy it from you? You know, and I was there thinking like, yeah, what are you going to do when you realize that nobody wants your dollars anymore? You know, like, yeah. Right now, they're still in that safe majority, right? Where everybody's still denominating everything in fiat and dollars or in euros. But there's, there's this growing group of people <laughs> that just don't want dollars anymore. We've already done a bank run, you know? We've taken our fiat out, we've put it into Bitcoin, and we're trying to accumulate more. We don't want no more fiat. And yeah. there's going to be this tipping point somewhere between, you know, like between 20 or 40% when people are going to realize, holy shit, you know, like, I got to get some of this Bitcoin because people don't want dollars anymore. Yeah. And then it might just be too late, you know? We're going to see crazy stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Well, gentlemen, uh, I've got a little bit of time left. I think what I'd like to do is maybe just do a, a quick round of any final thoughts, but I'm also going to give you a challenge this week. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to give you a challenge uh, to, to recommend a, uh, a piece of content or uh, a book or a, a video or, uh, you know, an article, something that you've seen recently that you really, or listened to recently that you really enjoyed and that you would like to uh, share anything people should, uh, take a look at but uh before just to give you a moment to think before we do that uh i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it up once more because uh uh there's been some plebs that have been tossing sats our way uh so thank you plebs that have been watching uh the show right. and dropping some sats we're at 88.6 million sats uh in the bitcoin for truckers uh 80 oh, 89 it Whoa. just went up hold on <laughs> let's refresh here 89 million sats uh, and we can see them streaming in. Uh, so GoFundMe can go fuck itself. Awesome. <laughs> GoFundMe is dead. Uh, so uh, also when I turned off my camera, I was just re resetting the node. I think it got a little overwhelmed. But uh, Lightning is now uh, working through. Thanks for stepping up and fighting to end the mandates and inspiring the world to do the same opt-out of their system by Bitcoin. That obviously directed towards the truckers. Uh, there's been a bunch. Uh, for a good time. Uh oh. <laughs> uh bitcoin a every sack counts that's from mr bitcoin uh and uh yeah keep on trucking hong kong thanks christopher scott uh there's a bunch of them hong kong from germany hong kong from sweden i've been seeing them from all over the place too i've been seeing from like france and italy and uh south america like brazil uh i've, I've seen it from all over so um yeah Thanks, everybody that's been helping with this. So uh, if you want to find this again, it's over just on Twitter. Find Honk Honk Hoddle. And there's a pinned tweet right at the top that links to our Tally Coin page. Um, while I'm live, I may as well. I'm just going to do one right now. So uh, I've just got uh, a wallet open on my phone. I'll just do like a I'll send over like 20 bucks here, we'll say. Okay. So I pick my amount. It figures out the number of sats that I need. I choose lightning. It's going to generate an invoice for me. I can scan it on my phone right now. Hit pay. By the way, don't refresh the page in the middle of paying because that's when it might not notice the payment go through. So 
uh, just so you know, that is, uh, we've noticed that issue recently. So anyways, that is being sent off and it should pop up here momentarily. But in the meantime, uh, let's get to our closing thoughts and go down the line. So uh, Yellow, do you have any final thoughts for today? Any, uh, anything that you wanted to say, anything you, and anything you wanted to recommend? Uh, thanks for having us, having us again, Ben. Just want to say that and like, ah, uh, don't, don't, don't watch the price that much. Like, uh, it's noise. Go stack daily, weekly, whatever, however you do it. That's the goal. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And I would suggest like lately, whenever I have a little time, I just go to Bitcoin Audible. Uh, I don't know. It's a huge rabbit hole, man. Like I'm, uh, I, the latest one I did, uh, listen was the Jeff. What was it? I don't remember. Anyway, Jeff Booth. That sounds promising. Jeff Booth. Yeah. <laughs> Just look up anything, Jeff Booth. <laughs> awesome, Sean. Go how down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks again, Ben, for having us on. It's always a pleasure, and the chat is awesome. To the chat. Uh, my, I would say the thing that I that I just listened to and read as well was Greg Foss's. It was the why every fixed income investor should consider Bitcoin parts one through four. And uh, Guy Swan actually read that on Bitcoin Audible. He split up in two parts. So that was that's probably one of the best things that I've listened to and read and down the rabbit hole. I really enjoyed it. And it just kind of opens up your mind to what's going on in the financial system even more. So take a listen to that and uh, keep listening to Ben, of course. And uh, thanks again for having us. Yeah, thanks, man. And uh, Marcus, you're up. Final thoughts and anything to recommend. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much, Ben. Always super awesome to be here. Sometimes I said, you know, like meme it into reality because <laughs> when I came in on Bitcoin Twitter, you know, it, it, I made an Anon account because I just wanted to be able to ask questions and not, you know, like <laughs> look like an idiot. <laughs> but asking yeah. enough questions and you, you start hanging want. out with people and before you know it, you're here talking with Ben on the BTC session. So anybody that's listening, I, I would recommend everybody uh, to start making some kind of content, whether it's like what's Ben doing or whether you're going to make memes or like the crypto couple where they make plays or write an article like Gigi or, you know, do make music or, or whatever. But, you know, we're all here on Twitter and, you know, you can even like pull in like information from different websites and just share it with somebody on Twitter. It's everybody, the hive mind. You know, everybody doing their little worker ant things and, and adding a little bit to the network adds so much value in, in, in uh, when you put it all together. So that, that would be my final plea to everybody. Like, uh, just, just do a little extra, you know, it's, uh, it goes a long way. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to uh, gonna give a recommendation as well here. Uh, if you haven't read it already, uh, he actually just got interviewed by Peter, uh, by Pedro uh, McCormick, but hold on, got it right here. Uh, Eric Yakes, the seventh property. I met this guy in Miami for Bitcoin 2021. He just came up to me and he was like, yo, I wrote a book about Bitcoin and uh, I would like you to read it. So I opened up Amazon on the spot and bought it. 
and uh, and read it, and it was fucking awesome. Uh, it's very very good. Uh, it talks about the properties of money and how Bitcoin uh, brings the uh, the much needed seventh property of money. It's the first one to do it. Uh, and so he goes through the history of money, and then he goes through the uh, Bitcoin and actually how it works and everything, and uh, and he does an incredible job of it. I would say this is on par with the Bitcoin standard and uh, it goes more technical into Bitcoin and how it works. Uh, so I highly recommend it. And it also like the, the, in the history of money stuff, he picks out different things than safe did. So it's, it's very, very, and he, he also goes into uh, much greater detail in, into how the current financial system works. So highly recommend the seventh property uh, Bitcoin and the Monetary Revolution by Eric Yakes, and he's going to be on uh, what Bitcoin did pretty soon. So probably uh, worth a listen there. I would, I would add a little bit if if it's your things, your thing kind of thing. Like, go read a little bit of Heraclitus. Like, there's also a, a book called Heraclitus, the Dark Poet. Like mm -hmm. that guy was a Bitcoiner before Bitcoin. Like, there's something to to that guy, and he's all. Um, I can't think of the word mentality, I guess, uh, the dualism and all thing that it's so Bitcoin. And also, uh, I guess because Craig is not here, uh, <laughs> Craig would recommend, uh, yeah. recommend something, uh, go and watch, uh, the Bon Appetit YouTube channel, how to cook uh, a potato 63, 63 methods, <laughs> like, or something like that. Like, uh, there's so many ways to cook a potato and most yes. people know baked and like, uh, fried, but that's not so many things. Right? Like, Salted, unsalted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like go, go do that. Yeah. <laughs> Add some sour cream and sprinkle it with cheese. Yeah, yeah. And, and and David, David, join us, man. It's just a lot more fun on this side, I'll tell you. <laughs> David's gonna start watching Meme Factory now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's already he's, he's already started heading looks. over. He's on he's on all over the uh, the Bitcoin magazine streams now too. I've heard people are like, "Oh, David is is." But David, I do hope you stay here as well. I know. Was I your first? I hope I was your first. I'll be offended if I wasn't, but. Uh, I, I heard that he's over there. He's he's seeing other people from time to time. I don't mind as long as you come on home. All right. B B D S Bitcoin derangement syndrome. It's a real thing. Don't 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 fall victim to it. <laughs> it is. Uh, and then David's final thoughts. How about the tulip mania? Uh, thank you, David. I love seeing you. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna we wrap you. up. <laughs> we're gonna wrap up here. Uh, again, thank you, uh, everybody on the panel. Guys, I love having you here. I also loved uh, all of Greg's contributions here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget, don't forget uh, the Meme Factory. We do have a podcast now. Yes, uh, we'll, let people know where to find it. Uh, every Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, and uh, right here on YouTube. So just type in the Meme Factory podcast, and then we also uh, release them the next day on YouTube and Spot or on Apple and Spotify. So. If uh, I don't know, stay here, stick and watch Ben, but come on over to our show every once in a while, too. Shout out to all the memers and seat posters, and shout out to Labra. I hope he's back very soon. Free Labra. <laughs> I want to say he thank is you to in the my chat. mom. 
<laughs> wolf, wolf. There he is. There he is. There he is. <laughs> hey, no, there he is. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much. You are welcome back anytime and have a wonderful Friday evening. All right. So thanks, thanks for Valhalla. <laughs> and I'll, 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 I'll say a quick goodbye after we go offline here as well, but uh, I'm going to do my outro. So I'll see you guys in a minute if you're still around. All right. Everybody, thank you for watching. Again, hope you are having a good start to your Friday night, if it is nighttime, wherever you are. Uh, yeah, very exciting week. A lot of fun. Again, I've got to give a shout out to everybody that's helping with sharing, contributing to uh, that uh, fundraiser that's up there on TallyCoin. Uh, the lightning should be working now. Uh, quick node reset, and that was all all good to go. On-chain is always working. And uh, yeah, um, means a lot. It's been a lot of support. I was super worried about, again, kind of having my, my face in and around it uh, for worry of, you know, friends, people that I know, even just kind of causing tension there. But, um, you know, I think there's some good people in Ottawa and I, I also agree it's time, time to go back to normal. Um, so there we go. Uh, but I'll leave it there. Uh, thank you guys very much. Uh, as always like subscribe, share all those things. Super, super important. Uh, they really do help the show. You can help out the show in another way. You can hit up the previously mentioned sponsors down below shake pay lead and bit refill keystone bill bottle. All of them are down there. All of the Twitter handles for everyone that was on the show, including Greg, are down below too. And uh, if you really liked what you saw, you can always, I was going to say you could hit up my strike page, but uh, no, rather than do that, uh, just head over to the TallyCoin page uh, and and drop whatever you like in there. Drop some sats if you see fit. Uh, you can find it again through at Honk Honk Hoddle on Twitter. And there's a pinned tweet up top that will lead you to that page. Uh, and it will show that it's from us. So yeah, that is it. Uh, have yourselves a wonderful day or evening, wherever you may be. I'll see you guys next time for your daily session. Huddle the Bitcoin.